0: In just a moment, we're going to be looking at the long-term effects of the coronavirus, or at least those who at once tested positive for the coronavirus recovered, and yet still today they, from time to time, are continuing to uh, battle lingering symptoms like uh, loss of smell or fatigue or things like that. We'll get into that in just a moment, but first I want to share with you, uh, about three hours ago on my Facebook page, I posted a very simple question, and it was this. What's the issue... That would lead you to take to the streets and protest. And I've been very pleased to see, as I check it now, uh, a number of you have very generously responded with some of your thoughts. Uh, I'll just read some of them here uh, from Nikki. Uh, climate change, deforestation, and human trafficking. All right. Uh, another, Jan, child trafficking. Um, uh, child trafficking, again, from Amber, is an issue that would move uh, these three individuals to to protest. Sue uh, writes, who has time to protest? I have a job as well as being a wife, mom and grandma. So after my eight hours on the job and the commute, I go home, clean house, help with homework, make dinner, clean up, water garden, play with the kiddos, then go to bed. This makes the most sense to me because this is the experience I think and the, the routine and itinerary of most Americans. We have families, we have chores, we have jobs, uh, we have our own sanity to maintain. Uh, Who is it that has the time uh, in the middle of a work day to take to the streets? Anyway, uh, I I won't go down that road, but uh, I'll just let you know that it is something I think about from time to time. It is something I think about from time to time. Uh, would you do me a favor, make your way over to the Facebook page, Lee Lonsberry, uh, and would you answer that question for me? Uh, add your thoughts to the, the many others which have been shared here uh, on the Facebook page. I'd love to know what it is that would motivate you to take to the street uh, to protest. Uh, so while you're doing that, let me move on now to the coronavirus. The coronavirus. There was a a scary article published <laughs> over the weekend in USA Today. And this is really good, too. It's good that, you know, just about the time we start getting accustomed to the fears which encircle us, the threat of the coronavirus. Uh, For me personally, just the day after I find out that someone in my own family has come down with the (laughs) COVID-19, I am reminded that there is much more to still be afraid of. That's right. And this, this, uh, they're calling them long haulers. USA Today looked at a number of individuals who tested positive a while back, like in the early days of COVID, like way back in March. You Remember March? That was a simpler time. (laughs) Looked at those who had tested positive in March and recovered. But yet today uh, still find themselves uh, enduring a number of symptoms. And it got me thinking, oh, my gosh, are you telling me that if I, uh, if I catch this coronavirus that I may not be free from uh, symptoms afterwards, even after I, quote, unquote, recover from the virus? Well, uh, let's not rely on the words and experiences of those uh, at the USA Today. Producer Amy and I, uh, we kind of put our heads together, and we thought back uh, on all of the, the people that we have uh, had contact with over the past number of months who have contracted uh the the coronavirus and we thought well great let's reach out to each of them and see how they're feeling first before uh, i share with you uh how john huntsman is doing how ben mcadams is doing how uh, pete ashdown is doing before we get to that uh let's go back uh, earlier this month uh, and hear from dr dunn she was asked uh by debbie debbie dejanovic how long symptoms are lingering you know
1: the- thing about coronavirus is that we're still learning a lot about the effects um, on individuals and and loss of smell and taste is one of them. And it does it does linger. And in some individuals, they've had loss of taste and smell for several months. Um, But what we do know is that that symptom does not mean that they're infectious. So it is a lasting effect of of coronavirus in some individuals. But that doesn't mean that they're still spreading the virus around.
0: All right. So uh, that, that's a good sign. All right. So as much as this new article and these new anecdotal findings uh, give me even more reason to be afraid of this thing, uh, the, the good news is that you're no longer contagious uh, at that stage. Anyway, uh, let's go through this list of folks we know who have come down with the virus and see how they're doing. Oh, uh, most recently we spoke with a state legislator. Candace Perucci, she, uh, her husband, and their uh, beautiful baby boy, they all three came down uh, with the coronavirus after uh, a meeting, after a gathering uh, with some family. I was texting back and forth with Candace's husband this morning. Uh, I asked him, I said, How are you feeling? You got any lingering symptoms? And he says, Feeling great, Uh, uh, periodic cough, uh, but nothing serious. So hopefully, you know, they're in the immediate aftermath of the coronavirus. Hopefully, uh, this cough uh, doesn't linger too long. But now, Let's go back in time even further. John Huntsman, John Huntsman Jr., former candidate for governor. Uh, and if this write-in thing pans out, he may be current candidate, I guess, uh, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen, at least uh, according to him. <laughs> and he he's probably the one uh, to make the decision on that front. Anyway, John Huntsman Jr., uh, his wife as well, uh, we know they came down with the coronavirus. Amy reached out to their spokesman this morning, uh, and uh, they have recovered from the coronavirus. But, but... They each are still experiencing bouts of fatigue now and then. Now, yeah. uh, Ben McAdams, if you remember, uh, he, of course, contracted the coronavirus and was hospitalized for some time. Uh, and during his, if you remember this, uh, during his hospitalization, he grew that uh, very rugged beard. He recovered uh, and was Uh, discharged from the hospital, Uh, we reached out to him, and via a spokesperson this morning, we learned that there, in fact, are a few lingering symptoms, Uh, but uh, he says they've been minor. And now, another another person we've spoken to on this program uh, who contracted the coronavirus, Pete Ashdown. Remember uh, Pete Ashdown? He owns uh, X-Mission, and uh, Amy gave him a call this morning uh, after Pete came down with the virus in early March after he took a, a trip to London, he explains how he realized he had lost his sense of smell.
1: I did lose my sense of smell um, and uh, I, I it was funny because i didn 't notice it until like after I went through quarantine and uh, I was putting on some cologne and I just suddenly noticed like kind of I, I couldn't get any of it and I and and uh I went downstairs to the kitchen and stuck my nose in a can of coffee grounds and I couldn't smell a thing and um it was it was kind of disturbing it's not, it's not it's something you you don't miss until it's gone um, and uh but thankfully it's it's slowly been returning I've never had a really great sense of smell but uh, I think it's it's almost back to normal
0: All right so that symptom did linger for a while now Pete did go on during his conversation with Amy this morning. He went on and he described exactly how he noticed his sense of smell was coming back.
1: The the funny thing is is we just got a new pup, and um, I was uh, happy to clean up her her messes because uh, I couldn't smell it. And then one day I could smell it, and that was when I realized it was coming back. (laughs) Very good.
0: Glad that uh, you're not one of the long haulers after all. Uh, So that's that. Uh, Another reason to really take this whole deal seriously. Uh, And if you let me just point this last thing out here, Uh, a text message I received this morning from a friend uh, linked to an article from the UK. If you weren't nervous enough uh, yet about this coronavirus, even after learning that the symptoms can linger for some time, uh, know that there was a cat. Uh, a house cat has tested positive in the U.K. for a strain of the coronavirus that is causing the current pandemic. So how about that? That's unfortunate. All right. Quick break. When we come back, I don't think they're contagious, though. You can't catch it from a cat. I think a cat can catch it from a human. Anyway, we'll, we'll track that very closely, I assure you, here on Live's Mike. Next up, final segment of today's episode, we'll be speaking to the Red Cross. They need uh, not so much blood, but plasma. We'll learn exactly what plasma is and why they need it so direly next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.